0: This is episode 47, all about strength training for runners, the why, when, what, and how, so you can get stronger and prevent more injuries. Hey all, welcome back to the strength running podcast. I'm your host, Jason Fitzgerald, and this is going to be our last podcast of 2017. It has been an awesome wild ride since we debuted the show a little over a year ago. I'm really excited about all the feedback I've gotten. So thank you so much for all of your ratings and reviews on iTunes. Thank you for your emails and notes on social media. I read every single one of them. I appreciate them, and I really appreciate the kind and the funny feedback. So if you want to make my day, that is a good way to do it. Before we get going, let's all thank Health IQ, a life insurance company for athletes, for sponsoring this show. Health IQ has convinced insurers to give you lower rates on life insurance because you're a runner. To find out how much you can save, go to healthiq.com slash running All right, today we're going over some of the biggest issues that surround strength training for endurance runners. Now, those of you who are on the strength running email list know that I regularly survey my readers. Uh, I think it's a great way to really understand uh, your biggest struggles, what your goals might be, and how you think about running so that I can create even better articles, videos, podcasts, and courses to help you reach your biggest goals. I love sending these surveys, and I really appreciate you taking the time to complete them. I think this level of attention to your needs is is really what has helped set strength running apart over the years. Every coaching program that we have uses these surveys to fine tune the coaching advice that you get. All right, let's see what some of your questions are about strength training. What kind of strength exercises must I do? When should I do them? How many times per week? What are the best exercises to do to stay injury free? Should you do strength training that is going to make you bulk up? You know, I feel maybe you should be doing some strength training, but you're not sure what to do. Should I be doing upper body exercises or focus mainly on my core? Should I be doing any legwork or does running work them enough? Will any legwork just wear them out and cause an injury? Now, as you can see, This is a hot topic. Now, thankfully, strength training for runners is one of my specialties. In fact, Runner's World asked me to contribute a strength routine to their body shop series a while back. If you search Runner's World for exercises to improve hill running, I think you'll find it. All right, let's go over the nuts and bolts about strength exercises for runners, and we'll start with some basic Q&A. Question number one, what are the best strength exercises for runners? Well, the best strength exercises for runners have two characteristics. First, they prevent injuries by focusing on the specific needs of runners, which are primarily hip and glute strength. Now, of course, all of your muscles are important, and you should not only strengthen your hips and glutes, uh, but these are what I'll call the priority muscles. They contribute most to how powerful your stride is, and if there's any problems with your gait, they they usually start further up the chain, somewhere in the hip and glute region. And then number two, they're compound multi-joint movements like squats. You know, the leg press, it's important to think about these exercises as a spectrum. From one side of the spectrum, it's, it's a waste of your time. The other side of the spectrum is the ideal exercise. And so squat, I think, is one of the best exercises for runners. Whereas if you do the machine version, which is the leg press, It's not as good. Again, it's not a complete waste of your time, but I would say it it falls on the right side of the spectrum, but it isn't the best choice. Now, for most runners, the largest benefit of strength training is a reduction in running injuries. With stronger muscles, connective tissues, and more resilience to fatigue, you're going to get hurt less often. Instead of sitting on sidelines, you can actually enjoy your running. And some of the ideal exercises for runners include, like I mentioned, squats, deadlifts, lunges, the press, Olympic lifts, push-ups, and all the variations of these exercises. Now, do you notice anything about all of the exercises we've talked about in the last minute? They're fundamental movements. There's nothing more basic than a squat or a press, but running is a fundamental movement. We don't need to get overly complex and the side benefit of focusing on these foundational exercises is that because they have so many variations, you can always keep things interesting. Okay, question number two is, when should I strength train? All day, every day? No, of course not. We don't need that much strength work. We're not bodybuilders. So first, let's make sure we differentiate between two types of very different strength work, bodyweight routines versus lifting at the gym. So the first example, bodyweight routines, are what many strength runners are familiar with. Example routines that are on the blog include the ITB Rehab Routine, the Gauntlet Plank Workout, the Standard Core Routine, the Tomahawk Workout. All of these are mostly bodyweight routines that are perfect for every level of runner. You can Google any of these routines and you'll find a demonstration video, descriptions of the exercises, and how to incorporate them into your training. Now these routines will increase your strength, but the main goal is injury prevention. Now, lifting at the gym will also help you prevent injuries, but the main goals are strength, power, and improved running economy or efficiency. These workouts don't have to be long, an hour or less, and can be scheduled just twice per week in place of a bodyweight routine. Now, in this podcast episode, we're going to focus mainly on the role of bodyweight routines, I'm not a strength coach, so the more advanced technical lifts that you might do in the gym, I'm going to leave to a USA weightlifting coach. We're actually going to tackle this a lot more in January, so make sure you're on the strength running email list to get all of that material. It'll extend well beyond the podcast. So for bodyweight routines, most runners will get enormous benefits from about 20 minutes three to five times a week. On some days, you can actually do a lot less than just 20 minutes. And a helpful strategy for helping you get these routines done in a way that makes it a lot easier is what I call sandwiching. You sandwich your run between a dynamic warm-up and a runner specific strength or core routine after the run. This helps you understand that any training session you have is not just a run. You never just go for a run. There's always more to be done. If you want to train appropriately, there's dynamic flexibility and strength work both of which should be incorporated into every training run you do using this sandwich method. You can check out the strength running archives for all of our strength core and mobility routines. We also have more available in our injury prevention e-course that you can sign up for at strengthrunning.com prevention. Now, one final tip, strength workouts should complement your running, not detract from it. If you are so sore from strength work that your long run, or a faster workout is compromised, it's a good idea to tone down the intensity. The third question is, will strength training bulk me up? Finally, we have a question with a simple answer. No, it will not. Many of my female clients have this concern, but it's actually really hard for both women and men to put on muscle while you're also running. For well over 99% of runners, you're gonna gain somewhere between zero and maybe two to three pounds over the course of a couple months of legitimate gym work when it comes to strength training. But that couple of pounds of weight gain is not only unlikely, but if it does happen, I think it's a good thing. It means that you're building muscle and a few pounds of added muscle probably won't have any negative impact on your running. So let's understand why you typically won't gain any weight if you're lifting weights. First, you need to eat an enormous amount of food to fuel that muscle growth. If you've ever hung out with a bodybuilder or someone who's actively trying to get bigger, you'll notice that they're always eating. To eat that much is like training itself, it's really hard. Now, let's add in your running. Even if you're just running about 15 miles a week, much of that energy that needs to go to building muscle or hypertrophy is spent fueling your runs and then recovering from your runs. You're simply running off the calories that need to be used for muscle growth, and you stay the same size. Finally, you need to lift very heavy weight to put on muscle. Body weight exercises and low resistance exercises with a medicine ball or a resistant band make it far more difficult. You're simply not getting the same growth stimulus from lighter weights. It's like wanting to be a good ultramarathoner without ever running long. It just ain't going to happen. Now here's a simple way to think about bulking up while you're running. Running is catabolic, meaning it breaks down muscle. Strength training is anabolic, it builds muscle. So you can see that doing both makes it very hard to build muscle since your two primary forms of exercise are physiologically at odds with one another when it comes to getting bigger. This is why you'll never see bodybuilders running when they're trying to build muscle. But when distance runners lift heavy, instead of gaining muscle since they're running too much, They're just going to get really strong, durable, resilient to injury, and powerful. These are exactly the benefits that we're looking for from strength work. Avoiding any kind of strength training means that you're going to miss out on these adaptations. Now let's talk about programs like CrossFit or P90X. Did these work for runners? And the answer is yes, but mostly no. So will these types of fitness programs increase your strength? The answer is most likely, especially if you haven't been doing any strength exercises. At that point, almost anything is going to make you stronger if you're starting from a blank slate. Just because it helps you go from zero to something doesn't necessarily mean it's the best use of your time, though. More important questions to ask about these types of strength workouts are, are they too intense for endurance athletes? Do they include other exercise like sprints, burpees, tire flipping even? That could potentially detract from your running and is the injury risk significantly higher now the answer to all of these is yes they are too intense for endurance athletes they do include other exercise like sprints or burpees that could detract from your running and yes the injury risk is a lot higher now they're often intense for runners because they include a big cardio or metabolic aspect to the workout So there's running, tire flipping, burpees, or some sort of circuit that's used that are meant to increase your heart rate and give you a good cardio workout. And they do a great job of that. But that's not what runners should look for in a strength program. We get enough aerobic exercise when we're doing our easy runs, workouts, and long runs. We don't need to add burpees or even more running when they don't help us improve our strength, power, or economy. If you want to read a lot more about my thoughts on CrossFit and forms of strength work similar to CrossFit, search for CrossFit Endurance on strength running, and you'll find a two-part series on the topic that I think you'll find very interesting, or at least the comment section got quite interesting. Ultimately, the proof is what works. What are the best runners in the world doing for strength training? Is it CrossFit? How many elite runners use CrossFit Endurance as their training program? If CrossFit is unparalleled, as they claim, then how many CrossFit athletes are winning major road or track races? Now the answer of course to all these questions is zero. There are no elite runners that use CrossFit endurance or CrossFit workouts. Um, No CrossFit athletes are winning major races. So if that's how you're strength training, you are leaving speed on the table. You are increasing your injury risk and you're not getting as strong as you could be. I'm not saying you won't get strong, I'm saying you're not getting as strong as you potentially could be. And I refuse to let you settle for subpar training. Now, of course, look, at the end of the day, the decision is yours. You're the boss. If the only way that you're going to do any strength work is at a CrossFit class, then I think that's better than nothing. Just understand that it's not the ideal choice and you might risk an unnecessary injury. All right. So we've talked about some of the ideal exercises for runners, when to do them, what not to do, and address some of the misconceptions out there about strength training. Now I want to point you to four routines that you can plug right into your running to help you get stronger. The first is the ITB rehab routine. This is not just for those who have IT band syndrome. This routine is going to strengthen the glutes, the hips, and quadriceps, and in my view, is a fundamental routine that every runner should do at least twice per week. New research actually shows that weak hips are to blame for a lot of lower leg injuries. So even if you don't have any hip, glute, or IT band problems, it's a smart idea to incorporate into your training. You can search Google or Strength Running for the ITB rehab routine, and you'll find the video and the description. You can also go to strengthrunning.com ITBS hyphen illustrations to get an illustrated version of the routine. The next routine is the Gauntlet Plank Workout. It's a series of 11 different planks that will help you build really robust core strength. And when I say core, I don't just mean the abs. You'll strengthen your lower back, your hips, and your glutes with planks as well. And since I found a lot of runners are simply doing front planks all day every day, this is a really good way to vary the type of plank that you're doing so that you can keep getting stronger. You can get a PDF download of this routine at strengthrunning.com Gauntlet PDF and there is a hyphen in between gauntlet and PDF Next is the standard core routine what I consider to be a bread-and-butter core workout for all runners It strengthens your entire core from your obliques to your glutes to your lower abs and hips It's very comprehensive and if you can progress to three sets of this routine at one minute per exercise You're gonna get really strong Finally, there's the Tomahawk medicine ball workout. You do need a medicine ball, but this is a great transitional workout between bodyweight exercises and more challenging lifting at the gym. You're gonna build core and runner-specific leg strength in about 10 to 15 minutes with this routine. And like I mentioned, all these routines are public with descriptions and videos available on strength running. Now, I know a lot of this stuff can be confusing. Actually, I never knew runners should strength train until I had already been running for four years. But starting a strength program can be very simple. Just sandwich your runs between a dynamic warmup and a 10 to 20 minute strength routine and you'll get most of the benefits of strength training. If you're particularly injury prone, you don't have a background playing a different sport or you just want to take your running to the next level, this is a great place to start. Now, of course, if you want to go the extra mile, if you're more advanced or you're simply curious how much you could improve if you went all in on this whole running thing, you're going to love what we put out in January. I'm going deep on more structured strength training, the types of workouts that elite athletes do that are programmed by some of the very best strength and conditioning coaches in the country. Stay tuned. It's going to be a lot of fun and I can't wait to share all of it with you in just a few weeks. Please also join me in thanking health IQ. They're a unique insurance company that helps health conscious people like us runners get lower life insurance rates. Now, In the past, runners have not been rewarded or given advantages because of our running habit and our healthy lifestyles, and Health IQ aims to change that. They've gathered a lot of data to convince life insurance companies that health-conscious folks like runners deserve lower rates. And since research has shown that runners have a substantially lower risk of heart disease and a risk of early death... They've been successful. Over the last three years, they've helped tens of thousands of athletes secure billions of dollars of coverage. Want to see if you qualify? Go to healthiq.com slash strengthrunning to see how much money running can save you on life insurance. Thanks for listening to the podcast, everyone. If you have any comments, suggestions, criticism, or advice, please reach out either on social media or through the strengthrunning.com website. The best place to reach me for quick comments is on Twitter. I'm at Jason Fitz one. Have a very Merry Christmas and a wonderful holiday season.